Hello, and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 4, let's start with verse 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priest, and the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people, and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. As we start chapter 4, Peter had just preached to over 5,000 people in Acts chapter 3. The occasion, Peter and John walked by the gate beautiful. The man who was sitting there was healed, running, leaping, and celebrating, praising God. The people showed up. They wanted to know what happened. Peter preached the gospel. Now, at the beginning of chapter 4, we see the priest, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees being upset at what they've been hearing from Peter's mouth. Understand, the Sadducees do not believe in any resurrection. Well, here is Peter and John, and they are preaching exactly this through Jesus, the resurrection from the dead. Going back to verse 26 in chapter 3, what did we see? We see unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus. Jesus had been raised from the dead by God the Father. That kind of destroys the theory of the Sadducees about the resurrection. The fact that Jesus had been raised and that he is now at the right hand of the Father. That really destroys their theory. Now instead of opening their minds and thinking about the reality of what Peter and John were saying, they thought the best way to handle the situation was to shut them up. That brings us to verse 3, where it said, And they laid hands on them, and put them in hold until the next day. For it was now eventide, or nighttime. So, Peter and John, they're in a holding cell. They now get to think about their horrible crimes, as they prepared to face the Sadducees and the priests and the captains of the guard the next day. Now understand, we now see the church for the first time facing the prospect of persecution. Why? Because of what they taught, in this case, the resurrection from the dead. There will be many times when believers will speak the truth in God's word, namely biblical doctrine, that they know that is true, that will not be accepted by the establishment of any time. That's what Peter and John did. Now, one of the purpose of persecution is to silence the ones who are preaching a message. That's what they're hoping they're going to do with Peter and John, by first holding them overnight and then having them face a trial the next day or a hearing, we see the beginning of persecution, the beginning of the attempt of society to try to control the message of the church. They do this how? Not through persuasion, through fear and intimidation. And that's what's happening here. Let's go ahead and look at verse 5. And it came to pass on the morrow 
that their rulers and elders and scribes, verse 6, and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas and John and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. This was the entire Sanhedrin gathered together just for one purpose, to hear Peter and John, verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, let's hold there for a second. Here we see Peter and John. They're basically surrounded by the Sanhedrin. You want to talk about an intimidation factor? That's what's happening right here. They're in the middle. Every one of these learned men, they're surrounding them. Now, here's Peter and John. This is the first time they're facing something like this. They are surrounded, and in normal situations, they should be scared out of their wits. After all, they could be beaten. They can be jailed. They can be kicked out of all the religious life in Israel. Anything bad could happen. They should be panicky. And in a normal situation, as we said, that would be the case. Verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? Verse 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. Let's go to the book of Luke for a moment. Keep your finger in Acts chapter 3. In the book of Luke, when we look at chapter 12, we start at verse 11. And when they bring you into the synagogues and to the magistrates and powers, take no thought how or what thing he shall answer or what ye shall say. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in that same hour what you ought to say. Now, in Luke chapter 12, verse 11, Jesus told his followers exactly what was going to happen. There would be a time when they would be standing in front of magistrates and powers and government leaders having to answer for their faith. Now, Peter and John, they could have spent all night panicking. Oh, what are we going to say? How are we going to get out of this? Yet what we see in verse 12 is the only real recourse for the believer. The Holy Ghost shall teach you in that same hour what ye ought to say. If the Holy Ghost is our comforter, the one who helps us in the time of trouble, who should we depend on for help in the time of trouble? The answer, the Holy Ghost. Jesus told his disciples this in Luke 12. In Acts chapter 3, what do we see? We see the situation playing out exactly as Jesus said. Here they are, being questioned. And yet, what did we see in chapter 4, verse 8? Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. Because Peter is now filled with the Holy Ghost. He can stand in front of these magistrates and give a defense of the gospel. 
keep in mind that before the events of the cross, Peter would have denied Jesus, and he did. Now, after becoming a believer in Jesus, after believing that God raised Jesus from the dead, after being baptized with the Holy Ghost, what do we see? A Peter who is able to stand in the face of persecution and give defense of the gospel. The Holy Ghost is the only reason why Peter can stand here on this day and give an answer. What we need to remember is that the Holy Ghost, when we are going through situations like this, will be with us and he will teach us what to say in that hour. And we will pick up with this in our next lesson.